0: Hello and welcome back to Veggies and Vices. I am so grateful that you took time out of your day to listen to this episode. So I'm a day late in getting this episode out because it's frozen in Texas and this state seems to shut down when it dips below 35 degrees. (laughs) Schools close, stores close, it's crazy. So my house has been a bit hectic to say the least the past couple of days. Um, But I'm very grateful though to have power and running water. We um, had something similar to this two years ago, but with a lot of snow and had to go stay with my mom for several days because we lost um, all electricity, all gas, water, everything to our house. And it was crazy. Like for Oh Gosh, how long was it? Like four or five days? And I was pregnant. Ugh. So this is a little triggering. But so far, very thankful. Everything's working. We just have tons of tree limbs down. Had one on my car this morning, but it's okay. So it's crazy, but I am staying in gratitude that we still have power. So that's good. But that is why I am late in getting this out. Um, and it is freezing here. So if you're listening to this in the future, and it's maybe 90 degrees while you're listening to this episode and you're basking in the sun, I hope you enjoyed my little time warp into February in Austin, Texas, 2023. But let's move on to what we wanted to chat about today. I wanted to go over and share with you the energetics of food when it comes to our body, mind, and spirit. So yes, this episode is going to be more on the spiritual side. We're going to get into chatting about chakras and what foods to consume when particular chakras are blocked. Or when you might be experiencing some anxiety, for example, or any of the other things that could trigger as blockages, which we'll go over. Um, if you don't know me personally, I am and have always been extremely spiritual. Um, I believe a lot of this comes with being raised in a Unitarian church. I am, have always been into cleansing my space energetically with sage, Palo Santo, reading tarot cards, Auras, all the things that you might think are woo woo. Um, But I think it's a wonderful thing being used in the Unitarian Church that I was um, brought up in. Introduced me to so many different beliefs around the world and different cultures. So at a young age, I was really able to find what I gravitated to more and what made my soul feel seen, what made me feel at home. And it was always the more spiritual things, which. I love, and I love that I feel it's all starting to be way more accepted now because it was not when I was younger. (laughs) So obviously as a nutrition coach, I believe that food has a huge role in our energetics and our overall deep health. In fact, if you haven't already, I have a freebie on my site where I give you three vegan recipes that will help raise your positive vibration and increase your magnetism. So if you haven't already grabbed that, make sure you do that after you listen to this episode. It's not only three recipes that will benefit you, but they're pretty delicious as well. So I will link the um, I will put the link for that in the show notes so you can check that out and grab that freebie. So have you ever slowed down and paid attention to how particular foods affect you or make you feel? I know we often rush through our meals. Um, to get on with whatever we're doing or what's next or we're chatting or we're watching TV while we're eating. So you might not have this practice in place, but it's not only eye-opening, it can really help you with your overall nutrition and the way your body digests food. Slowing down can allow you to take stock in how you feel within your body and emotionally when you eat particular foods. So looking at does the foods you're eating calm you down? Does it make you feel happy? Does it make you feel anxious or sleepy or heavy? Um, These are all things you can find when you just slow down. And not to mention slowing down while eating is one of the biggest gifts you can give your digestion. I remember watching a Full House episode when I was a kid about chewing your food 20-something times um, before swallowing it, and I don't know, it just always stuck with me, and so I did it, and... um And then, of course, as I grew up and learned about nutrition and everything like that, I learned that it actually is good to go slow. Because it helps our bodies digest, it helps us be more mindful, and it is just a really great practice to get into. So before we move on with any of the other ways of how food increases your energetics, the biggest thing you can do when eating your food is just slowing down. So before I talk about particular foods and chakras, because yes, we're getting into chakras today, I want to shed light on the importance of your energy when you're preparing your food. This goes back to what I mentioned in previous episodes about getting back to making time not only to prepare quality meals for yourself and your family, but doing so with joy, Um, Again, like I've said before, I don't know when slowing down and cooking food for ourselves became like a priority that sat on the back burner. I think it should be a main priority in our lives. Um, It's how we nourish ourselves, it's how we live. So um, getting back to that is extremely important. But being mindful when you're doing it and doing it with joy can be a really good practice to start if you're not only doing it. I know it can be hard to find joy sometimes if you're trying to cook and you have kids running around and begging for food as soon as possible or dogs chasing each other through the house or maybe this is just me. Maybe it's just the crazy circus that I live in but I feel like I'm not alone out there. I know some of you see me and can relate. So if you can try if even if you have that going on, if you can try to think about how the food you are making will nourish you and nourish your loved ones, it will keep them healthy, strengthen their immune system, those loving vibrations will carry over when they're eating the food. Just try grounding yourself while you're cooking or preparing your meals. Um, if you've never grounded yourself, you can look at multiple grounding techniques out there. It's something I started doing when I was really young and was taught to read tarot cards when I was like in middle school. And it's just, you know, like closing your eyes, centering yourself. I like to imagine roots growing out from under me like through my feet or through my seat if I'm sitting down, down into the earth and really feeling a part of the earth. And that's how I know I'm grounded. And um so that's my way of grounding, but there's all types of ways. You can find something that um, suits you. It's not a big laborious practice to do. So if you can try doing that um, while you're cooking and preparing meals, it can really, really benefit you. And also then touching back on the slowing down part, when we have hot teas or hot soups, we go slow, right? So they don't burn our tongues. Well, in doing that, you've basically turned that process into a bit of a meditative nutritional experience. So also try leaning into that next time you are um, enjoying a hot tea or a hot soup and um, really enjoy the slowness of it. This is a big reason I have teas at nighttime as part of my ritual. So the slower we go, the more grounded we are when we are preparing food or about to eat food. Um, it might sound woo-woo, but I'm okay with that. Uh, it will increase your energetics and help your digestion and your overall health. When it comes to connecting our foods to our chakras, I'm a big believer in eating for the root chakra first. So in case you're unfamiliar with chakras, the little cliff nodes. they are energy centers throughout your body. And it's thought that there's, I think, like over a hundred or something. I could be totally wrong on that. Um, But we're just going to focus on the seven main ones that run along your spine. So the seven chakras. And the root chakra is your base chakra. And it is what grounds you and rules your sense of security and safety. This chakra connects to our adrenals and reproductive organs, our legs and feet, immune system and blood cells and eating red vegetables can help support stabilize this chakra which is awesome if you're wanting to increase your calmness feel more balanced or grounded or address any of the health concerns that i mentioned just a second ago you can focus on foods like squash and sweet potatoes mushrooms Um, Just things that are really from the earth that are grounded foods can help ground you and um, activate that chakra and making it even better would be choosing red ones like beets, radish or even pomegranates um, to really help unblock that chakra and just also just tend to that chakra to raise more calmness and a sense of safety within your body. And then also items like hot soups that I've mentioned and stews and teas and mineral-rich foods like avocados and nuts. Those are all ways to ground your energy as well and love on your root chakra a little more. And you can even include certain spices like ginger, allspice, cardamom, cloves, turmeric, one of my favorites, paprika, another favorite, and cinnamon. Those last three I eat just about every single day. I add cinnamon to my coffee every morning and ginger to my tea most nights So or turmeric. So those are all um, vegetables and spices and things you can do to really kind of love on your root chakra more in case you feel like it needs to be unblocked or like I said, you just want to ground yourself more. Um, but here are some ideas for what you can eat for other chakras as well. So I'm going to go in the rest to go into the rest of the six other... Oh my gosh, guys, I am just stumbling over my words. This crazy Eisten house circus has me just all off. I am now going to go over the following six chakras and ways that you can see if you might be blocked and then maybe what you could eat to kind of draw attention to that. So again, when you're listening to this... This is my belief. It's a spiritual nutrition belief. It's also like how one way I do like to incorporate when I'm coaching clients. If I feel clients are open to this, I do like to educate them on this um, because I feel like it can never hurt. It's just introducing ways that food can nourish your energy centers and make you just more balanced overall, happier overall, and just um, be more in tune with yourself, which is so, so important when we're talking about our health. So we talked about the root chakra, and that's your first chakra. Your second is your sacral chakra, and it is orange. And foods that are really good for your sacral, oh, I should say, if I didn't already say, there are certain colors um, attached to all the chakras. So red is attributed to the root chakra, um, and then orange is attributed to the sacral chakra. So Having orange foods like yams or sweet potatoes, peaches, papaya um, are great ways to love on your sacral chakra. If you're having issues with your sacral chakra, um, you might know that because you might be experiencing urinary tract infections, lower back pain, impotency, um, things like that. Um, just emotional issues as well. This is the chakra that's connected to our feelings of self-worth and even more specifically, our self-worth around pleasure, sexuality, and creativity. So if you're feeling like there might be a block in any of those areas, it's possible that your sacral chakra needs a little more love and having some foods, like I mentioned, that are of the orange variety, can help tend to your sacral chakra. So, moving on to the third, this is your solar plexus chakra, and this is yellow, is the color here. This is related to our self esteem and our self confidence. So, if you feel like you might be having blockages in your solar plexus chakra, You will be that will typically be shown through digestive issues like ulcers, heartburn, possibly eating disorders, um, or indigestion. If that's happening to you or anyone you love, that could be a sign that there's a block there. So, some ways to love on your solar plexus chakra, your third chakra, is for ingesting some yellow foods. So, trying some corn, grapefruit, pineapple, yellow squash. These are great things to throw in your nutrition for that one. Moving on to chakra number four. We are at the heart chakra, and that is the lovely green color. And this is the chakra for love and compassion, which is very fitting. It's the heart chakra. Um, when there are blocks in your heart chakra, those can manifest in physical health through heart problems, asthma, weight issues, and often people with heart chakra blocks um, tend to put others first to their own determinant and it's in the middle of the seven chakras, so it bridges the gap between the upper and lower. so it's really important not only for your overall um, energetic health, but physical health as well, to make sure that your heart chakra is not blocked and that you're constantly, constantly loving on it. So it is green. So by incorporating more green foods and vegetables like um, kale, spinach, asparagus, Brussels sprouts, or sauces like a green, like tomatillo sauce or stuff like that, it's a great way to show that chakra some love. Um, So really, guys, just load up on all your greens because I think this is one of the most important chakras to pay attention to. So you can bet that I have like one huge green meal a day. So depends where it falls, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack. But I pretty much always do it not only for health benefits and all the vitamins, obviously, but also I do it for my heart chakra. Um, And also, oh, I should have said like, yeah, back to that one being out of alignment. Um, When it's out of alignment, it will also um, socially affect your way that you can communicate with others. And if it's out of alignment, then you could also feel lonely, insecure, isolated. You don't want that. So load up on those green veggies, y'all, or green sauces as a way to just show your heart chakra a little more love. Moving on to the fifth chakra, you have the throat chakra. Yes, this is our communication chakra. So it's your, if you're typically, you think you might be having some blocks here, you might be having some voice or throat problems um, or problems noticing like you're having trouble communicating what you really want or what you really feel. Um, Or you might even have issues with your teeth, gums or mouth. All of this can be signs of a possible blockage in your throat chakra and um, blocks or misalignment. They can also be seen through dominating conversations. Like if you are dominating, if you find yourself gossiping a lot or speaking without thinking and um, just having trouble, like I said, speaking your mind, that can be a block. So when you are aligned, when your throat chakra is not blocked, you'll notice that you speak clearly with and more authentically, with more kindness, and you listen with more compassion. So definitely want to keep the throat chakra open and not blocked. If you feel like it might be a little blocked or you're wanting to love on it some more, incorporating blue foods is the way to go because it's the blue chakra. So blackberries, blueberries, also some good spices that kind of stimulate your mouth and foods rich in iodine. So like spirulina or seaweed, which is just great for vegans overall. You should be obsessed with seaweed if you are a vegan. So many health benefits. Um, Those all are great options for your throat chakra and that's how those can benefit you energetically and spiritually. Almost done here, guys. Moving on to the sixth chakra, you have your third eye or your intuition chakra. So that's basically just a little bit above between your two eyes, your third eye. And it's for your intuition. So if you feel like that might be blocked or you want to know what signs are, if that's blocked, since it's in your head, Most likely a blockage will manifest as headaches or issues with sight or concentration. And sometimes even hearing problems, like taking in the information well, that could be a sign of a blockage. Um, And if you know people who have trouble listening to uh, reality, like maybe those people in life who just think they kind of know everything, so they don't really want to hear what you have to say or they talk over you, that's a sign that they are probably drastically blocked in their sixth chakra so they need some purple foods so that is the color for the third chakra i mean sixth chakra so your intuition so having grapes or purple kale eggplant purple cauliflower or even brain boosting um things that lower inflammation and kind of open you up a little more spiritually like a cow having a nice cacao ceremony those are wonderful, wonderful ways to really lean into your um, making sure you, that your intuition chakra, your third eye chakra is firing on all cylinders. Um, really love on that one. That's super important, especially as women. We really lead with our intuition. It's really important to make sure that chakra is open really for everyone. But I, I like to really encourage the women to do it because it's such a big part of who we are. So make sure you're keeping that open with good foods, good veggies, good fruits, and um, anything that lowers your inflammation. And your body will thank you for it and your spirit. And the final chakra, chakra number seven, is your crown chakra. So this is at the top. And those colors are white or violet, So those foods are going to be like parsnips, white asparagus, um, and even sacred herbs like sage, lemongrass, lavender. Um, Those are great as well. You can just like burn those in the house. You don't have to like ingest those. Um, Just having those around. The crown chakra is one that you can really activate, not just like nutritionally. Well, all of these you don't need just food to activate or unblock, but they all help. But your crown chakra... Big thing you want to do there if you feel like there's a blockage there is really lean into your meditation, really lean into your spirituality, is your top chakra. So it's also what all your organs kind of fall under. So you really want to make sure that that one is, you know, not struggling to be blocked and it's feeling good and firing off and open. Um, It's your highly spiritual chakra. So it's all about self-realization and the connection to the world around us But if it's blocked, it could be seen as disorders of the central nervous system. Because like I said, it's at the top and kind of controls it all. So if it's blocked, you might have an issue there in the central nervous system. Or be dealing with headaches, like the same thing with your third eye chakra. Um, Be experiencing depression or have a sensitivity to light. So if any of that's going on, Really try to lean into those white or violet foods, and really lean into those herbs as well—the and just the incenses, the sage, the lavender, lemongrass, all of that. Just really, really good for it. Um, so those—that's just kind of how I like to tell people. It's just also fun to learn about and incorporate eating for your chakras to kind of not only boost your own energy your energetics to help your overall health because all the foods listed of course are fortified and soluble fiber there are tons of vitamins and minerals just so good for you so you're really helping out everything right your organs your blood um everything and then your energetics and so you're just going to be feeling really good your chakras will be aligned it'll be all good stuff and then of course It goes without saying, at least on this vegan podcast, that when you bring meat into your system, that will weigh you down both energetically and physically. Okay. So I like to say, don't do it (laughs) because I mean, I know I'm a vegan and a vegan nutrition coach, but also, honestly, it just doesn't help with your energetics to be eating the flesh of another animal. I'm sorry. Animal meat is more complex protein than what's found out in nature, like in vegetables and other plants. So it's harder for your body to break down. It takes longer. And then also spiritually speaking, you're ingesting an animal who was murdered, whose life was taken from from them and their families. And that energy can bring negative energy into your own vibration. And this is especially the case for those really in tune with their energy And in tune with their intuition. And one of my personal missions is guiding and assisting more people to be healthy and strong vegans. um, As a way to assist the collective energy and being more loving and kind overall. I mean, imagining the impact that that would make in the world just gets me so incredibly excited every time. If we were all just firing off way more loving and kind vibrations, the vibration of the entire planet would be so much more beautiful. So say no to meat, please. It doesn't serve you. It doesn't help you. And it hurts others. So let's say no to that. So if you're feeling like you might be blocked in one of the areas I mentioned above, I suggest you try incorporating some of the information I gave you. Remembering to ground yourself while preparing food or beverages. Infuse loving and positive energy into what nourishes you and your body, mind, and spirit. They will all thank you. I mean, shoot. If you want to diffuse some lavender while you sip some herbal tea and ground yourself making a soup... With tomatoes, carrots, yellow bell peppers, spinach, and purple cauliflower, I say go for it and cover all your bases. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, do it all. Why not? Make sure you are setting yourself up for success. But honestly, I truly feel that the more we connect our mindset and energetic needs towards what we are putting in our bodies, then the healthier and happier and more loving we will be as a collective. And wouldn't that just be so amazing? So that's it for today, guys. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Um, It was definitely more spiritual, which I am down with. I hope you are too. If you loved this or benefited from it in any way and you feel like sharing it with others, that would mean the world to me or if you want to send me any feedback or let me know that you liked it, reach out to me. Um, I put my contact in the show notes. And don't forget to grab that freebie that I mentioned at the beginning because those are three delicious recipes as well. And that's it. I can't wait to chat with y'all next week. Have a great day and stay cozy if you are freezing currently. Welcome to Veggies and Vices. I am your host, Sabrina Miller, and I am so thankful that you are here. This is the place where we chat about all things health and wellness and fitness related with a nod to the vegan lifestyle. We definitely get into some other topics that are a little more on the woo-woo side because that lights me up. And in fact, that is what we will be discussing today we are going to get into how to feed your chakras and raise your vibrations energetically. So I hope you enjoy today's episode and thank you so much for listening.